an undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. Nah, they, my man, so, somebody say uh, Alex Caruso dunks like a 10th grader who was who was grabbing rim at the end of ninth grade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now they, they, they said a nigga dunk like a 10th grader with small hands. <laughs> like he could get up there and boom that bitch, but like you're always worried that he's going to fall forward uh, because of his momentum and hit the back of his head. What up, you mutant miscreants? You, you hear us just talking hoops in the background casually. Uh, it is I, Orokusaki, a.k.a. The Shredder. And with me, of course, my main brain and yours, you're welcome to him. Uh, the mayor of Dimension X. The god, my main brain. Krang. That's right. All right. Uh, let, let's get into it. Of course, well, let's, let's not get into it and then just end the podcast here a minute. 55 in, right? Why do we all say that? Let's get into it. Let's not, you know, uh, before we get started, uh, just off top, want to give a shout out to my man's Lenny Kravitz. Happy birthday, King. It's my dog. I saw him in concert once. Shit was fire. And no, he did not bring out the gigantic, uh, couch scarf. You know what I'm saying? But he always has big-ass scarf energy. Uh, it, it, you always can visualize a, a huge scarf that looks like the upholstery of a couch around the neck of Lenny Kravitz. Uh, also, uh, in speaking, staying on that subject, Lenny Kravitz, uh, I'm sorry, Jason Momoa, uh, both, uh, famously, the, uh, we, well, we can't say the, uh, the E word, the E word brother of, uh, Jason Momoa and Lenny Kravitz, of course, both being, uh, linked romantically and familial, familially, family, nigga, a blended mixed family, of course, uh, with Lisa Bonet, yes, of course. A uh, lot of people, you know, not necessarily up in, up in arms in a good way, I guess pleasantly surprised by the fact that uh, Jason Momoa sent a birthday shout-out to Lenny Kravitz. If there were any two uh, human men on this earth who could shout one another out, uh you know, after having shared the same dope-ass woman, uh, it would be Jason Momoa and Lenny Kravitz. Nothing about it surprises me 
uh, is, is just very, very dope. Uh, what do you call it? Mixed family energy. Very uh, just well-adjusted people. Uh, as I look at this picture of um, Jason Momoa, Lenny Kravitz, Lisa Bonet, and of course Zoe Kravitz. Uh, you know, it, it's always weird because in my mind, I see Jason and Zoe together just because of, you know, I guess age proximity. I'm not sure. I, I don't know anybody's numbers here. Uh, but then, you know, there's Roxy Roker. Uh, in, in the fray, uh, being older than all of them as the, uh, grandmother of Zoe Kravis. That shit crazy, man. You love to see it. Love, love to see it. Uh, what I also love to see, the National BA is officially back. Uh, you know, we were getting a lot of scrimmages and, um, just people trying to shake off the rust all last week, Bull Bull was doing his thing, uh, but now, now we have the battle for Los Angeles with LeBron James and his Lakers versus Kawhi Leonard and his Clippers. Uh, there was a, it was a bit of a nail biter, I would say. What a what a wild wild finish there with LeBron. Uh, well, sorry, with PG hitting that three. And then, of course, LeBron coming back uh, down the court, shooting a mid-range jumper that was just kind of wild and like, uh, who used to shoot that shit like that? Vinny Johnson. It was on some, some very microwave Vinny Johnson type shit. That, that shot went up. And uh, when it came off, LeBron, it, and, and, and when it came off, you're like, how, who, like, it was a very long rebound. LeBron corralled it in and uh, put it back up. And the Lakers would go, hang, go on to uh, hang on to the victory in the final, the closing seconds of the game. And we can all admit that that shit was crazy, right? That, uh... You know, a, a, a blow in a game that mattered very much. Uh, it, it went a long way to show LeBron's, I guess, dominance. Turn me up a little bit, Krang. Went a long way to, uh, you know, I mean, you want to win those games, you know, especially uh, as tight. This 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 thing finna be tight, tighter than Nat Booty, you know. And uh, you want to, you want to win them close ones, the ugly ones, because uh, those come into play later, man. Especially with the seeding and all that. So shout out to to the National BA. There were many other games. Brody and the Beard, uh, looking looking good. Uh, sometimes, man, I just want to come on here because. I don't get to catch all of the games, but what's dope is that we have games up until about 1 a.m. and then more that kick off. Uh, it's almost been worth it, you know, to just not be able to have any sports of any national BA. And now 
the NBA to just be trying to cram things in. Like, here, watch this, watch all of this. You know, it's almost overload, but fuck it, man. We haven't had anything uh, in a while. Oops, sorry. Wasn't trying to be watching the games all loud. Uh, yeah, so, oh, yeah, the, 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 as, I, as I record this, the Lakers are playing New Orleans. And uh, is it me, or does the does the basket lower itself whenever Zion Williamson threatens to dunk on it? Because it's like Zion about what tree fitty. He's like uh, he he could wear the super shredder armor and like shrug it off. It, it, like this 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 is a man child. This boy, woo wee. You you know, you know when he was when he was a kid, people used to walk up to him and grab his arm and say, "Oh, you gonna play football or something like that." You know those annoying neighbors that come and just grab on young boys, not in that way, but uh, you know they they just come and grab on you and 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 say you are gonna play sports and whatever, man. You know, man, you're a grown man. You'll be like twelve, well the the kid is like twelve. We all see those kids. Uh, and if you do, you know, shout them out, man. Just make a difference in your community, I guess is what I'm saying. And that will be the end of this episode of the Shredhead Pod. Now I'm messing with y'all. Uh, Got it! Right, Crang. And, uh, Got just watch it. Oh, damn. Yo, the Clippers are coming out on fire. Niggas will not miss a three-pointer. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I just peeped that some of them have Black Lives Matter on the back of their jerseys. What does Kawhi say? Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't say nothing. I'm surprised that Kawhi Leonard didn't take this opportunity to just have, like, absolutely nothing on the back of his jersey. Like, maybe he just put, like, an ellipses or something. Like, just, like, three dots, like... You know what I'm saying? That nigga crazy, boy. Uh, uh, I really should have looked more into the uh, the back of jerseys. Next next week, we'll, we'll uh, do a list. Let's do a list of jerseys and uh, uh, messages on jerseys. I heard, uh, I heard some wild shit about uh, who you call. Um, what's that boy that broke his leg? Um... Y'all know my man. Terrible, terrible. Uh, it was like a, a blood sport accident. Um, uh, what's, what's your man's name, Craig? Plays in Boston. Anyway, Gordon Haywood. Gordon Haywood. Uh, yeah, education reform on his jersey. Uh, that's cool. Um, what'd you say, Craig? I don't know. Uh... Yeah, we'll, we'll look at Jersey messages next week on the Shredhead Pod. And uh, next segment, uh, after this commercial break, we will look at schools uh, going back and uh, the Rona and what that looks like um, in, in the current day, which... The current day is all about the corona. 
Uh, I, I hate even saying it, but that's the reality. We will return shortly. Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, that's a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Cat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. And we're back. Um, I know we said we were going to talk about schools and 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 what reopening that looks like uh but first i would just uh we would be remiss if we did not mention uh the passing of herman cain now now relax i know he was you know objectively kind of a scumbag uh and well i won't say that uh I'm not exactly sure of um, uh, exactly how this is a this is a tender subject, but uh, as far as him and his uh, extracurriculars, as it were, with uh, the women in um, you know during his run. Uh, his campaign, if you will, for uh, for president of the United States. I know things came out um, that I personally have not done enough research on to um, on which to comment. But the fact remains, uh, you know, I, I I won't make any jokes. I will, however, use this as an opportunity to, um, you know, tell the cautionary tale that, you know, listen, just because you don't like to do something, you know, we don't like to, people don't like to eat veggies, but if you don't and you live long enough to regret it, it sucks. You know, people don't like to save their money. They like to spend it because it's just more fun that way. But if you live long enough to regret it, you will, for not saving any. You know what I'm getting at? Uh, Herman Cain was playing it fast and loose uh, and and scoffing at everything with his uh, his tweets with COVID. Uh, and surprise, surprise, well, surprise, surprise, he, he contracts COVID-19 and he passed away. Uh, he's an older, he was an older gentleman. Um, and of course, you know, like, that's kind of like, you know, the, that's like the wrong age, the worst kind of, the worst demographic to catch COVID-19, right? It's no, no secret, no mystery. And, um, you know, so since he, 
flew in the face of all of the the mask mandates, of course, and um, you know, just so blatantly stunting on the fact that he went to the the Tulsa the Tulsa Trump uh, and uh, the uh, the the rally there and uh, contracted COVID and uh, subsequently died. Uh, it's not funny, you know, so it, it, it's not a joke. However, what did you expect to happen? Like, isn't that what we always say? Like, I don't necessarily feel the need to say I told you so, but if I did tell you so, you know what I mean? So, uh, rest in peace to that man. Uh, I guess, again, unless, of course, he did terrible things to women, then, you know, good, good day to you, sir. Uh, go to hell. I, I don't know. Again, uh, yeah, right, man, may you, may you spend an eternity in the worst place possible. Um, especially if you're doing black women. Anyway, uh, now... You know, you take that and then you apply everything. You know, we're, we're, we're touting the National BA and the bubble and the fact that they have so many things in place to ensure as much safety uh, of, of the athletes as possible. Uh, schools cannot do the same thing. Uh, the, the Major League Baseball could probably do the same thing and they simply and utterly refuse to and again yet another cautionary tale we have the Florida Marlins well, so many people have contracted the virus on that team uh, people all around the the league uh, are opting out of the season because they have no idea uh, or they're just you know taking such a um, such a casual approach to ensuring the safety of these players um, who essentially play a child's game for money, uh, lots and lots of money, uh, sure, but there will be no fans there. And that's that's with no fans that they are contracting the virus. And, um, you know, maybe they're testing, maybe they will step it up, but it's also known that travel puts you at risk. And so these people are traveling, um, again, to do a job, which essentially, essentially boils, boils down to playing a child's game for money. Not to say that you're a child if you play baseball or a sport. Uh, you know, it's just that's when most people who do these sports learn about these sports as children. Uh, and speaking of children, see, I needed a, 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 an on-ramp there. Uh, we're not ready to send anyone back to school because the NBA, the National BA, pardon me, has a bubble. You don't leave the bubble. Everything that you need is within the bubble, right? Okay. Well, I don't know, everything that everybody needs. Uh-huh, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Uh, there are too many 
too many variables. Far, far too many variables and um, unknowns uh, for children, especially you consider, say, kindergartners uh, up to maybe even the second or third grade where children um, tend to forget or, or neglect to do things that would probably uh, ensure they stay healthy and safe um, in exchange for fun. Let's look at our past here. Uh, children used to eat Kool-Aid and sugar out of a bag. Now, whether they do that these days or not, I'm not sure. But I'm sure there's something that children share uh, that in a million years you'll never get them to stop sharing. Uh, even eating pizza, you know, like, come on, you know, there's a risk there. If somebody has something that you can pass it on, you know, and you don't want to do that. So, you know, what do you do? Uh, turns out, and listen, I understand the other side of the argument, you know, parents need to put their children somewhere so that they can go back to work. Uh, I'm not sure that you need to go back to work, fam. You know, if you are an essential worker, you'll continue to be essential. And then maybe we'll figure out somewhere to put your children, you know. I get it. Uh, but if you work in an office and your job can be done over Zoom, fam, do that shit over Zoom. Uh, I know it's not an easy thing when you have children at home with you while you're trying to do a job, but maybe as a society, uh, we can take into consideration that we still are dealing with a big fucking virus that does not care if you're an essential worker or if you, say, are an office worker who can do your job from Zoom. God damn it. We had it figured out. You know, y'all just gotta get back out there, right? It's stupid. It we all we we had it we had it figured out. You know. You stay home, the numbers go down. You don't rush back out there as soon as, you know, the the line somewhat flattens and start breathing in one another's faces. No, you Cretans. Listen, man, kids are going to start, they're going to go back to school, they're going to trade masks, they're going to be all in one another's faces, teachers are going to be spread thin, uh, the kids are going to, to, to shout in each other's mouths because they're weird, and then they'll go home and they'll pass it on to their parents and or grandparents, whoever live with you. You know, so let's, let's, let's do, let's do Nana a favor and stay your ass at home and let's all just kind of, you know, have some goddamned consideration that maybe, uh, you know, uh, sue in accounting 
is also dealing with her child's ABCs, uh, and so she can't get right back to us immediately. I understand you have a business to run, but your business and those who consort with your business should also understand that you have people working for you who have regular-ass lives. Why is this so hard for anyone to grasp? And why does anyone feel the need to put themselves at risk for uh, uh, to, 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 to provide babysitting for, uh, you know, all ages? You know, I mean, shut the, how long did the Black Plague last? How, how long did that go? What, 800 years or something? You know, listen, sorry to throw us back into the dark ages, but nigga, you got Netflix, you'll be fine. <sighs> Y'all are weird, man. You guys, you guys are really, really weird. So you look at your man, Herman Kane. Out there, no mask. I mean, damn, bro, he was, he was really asking for it he was daring uh he, he was he was really daring well what what do y'all call it? the universe really daring the universe quote unquote to uh give to to, to give give it to to do his worst you know do your worst is what he was saying and well rest in peace to the peace of man uh, anyway, damn, I hate when I say anyway like that after dropping something so heavy, because it makes it sound like I don't care, and I'm, I'm not a callous human being anymore, but, uh, still, man, you know, don't cry for him, Argentina, but also don't roast him, like, somebody posted a picture of a casket and said this you in response to one of his old tweets about the Rona. Uh, come on, guys. I know you're not better than that, but let's pretend you are for, for just a second. Jesus. And when I say Jesus, I mean I want the Lord to come down and just cancel all of this. That's probably where we're headed. 2020 has been wild, and now we're headed... We are actually in the eighth month. So, it will be interesting. And by interesting, I mean horrifying to see what comes next. Uh, were, were I at the age uh, where I had to, well, were Karai at the age where I were to decide whether or not she was going back to school or if she was going to be virtual she would be virtual in a mug, cause uh, we're, we're not there. We're simply not there yet. Uh, and you know, let's just really just gear everything to get ready for, for November. You've already, we're already going to fuck up. Listen, Halloween is, is falling. Halloween falls on a Friday or a Saturday. I'll have to check. Halloween, let me bloop, bloop, bloop through the calendar, there we go. Uh, yes, Halloween falls on a Saturday, and 
That means November 1st is a Sunday, fam. Listen, not only, not only do you have a, a Saturday Halloween, you have a November 1st that is not in school. If you have any friends or family who are teachers or administrators in, in a school, uh, ask them, what's the worst day of the year and why is it November 1st? Okay. Um, but it doesn't matter because y'all fucked that up. No one is going anywhere. Prepare to do trick-or-treating from rooms in your house. And and listen, your, your kids show up on my doorstep. First of all, your kids ain't supposed to be nowhere near my house. Uh, you know, because the state of New York thinks that I'll train them to become ninja assassins. And, you know, in all fairness, uh, you know, I... I I would have in back in the day, but uh, part of you know part of my probation uh, is contingent upon staying away from um, endangering youth by teaching them the art of ninjutsu. But you know that's that's an old tale. You can find that in the archives. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Halloween is on a Saturday which I think all trick-or-treating should fall on a Saturday. Uh, just me, my, my personal views on, on uh, trick-or-treating should always be a Saturday. And then that way you can make a whole weekend of Halloween instead of a week-ass like Wednesday or something. Like, no, that's trash. You know, you want to watch The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown or something on the 31st, go for it. But as far as being out and about on a school night and then still sending your children to school on the 1st, that's that's mad irresponsible. Keep their little badasses at home with all their sugar that they've imbibed. They've been up all night eating fucking starbursts. And then you send them to a teacher. You're the worst kind of person. But this year, I would hope that that does not happen because there's no there's no plans in place for even if, you know, someone were to, uh, let's say you go to school and you contract the virus uh, and then it's known that you've contracted the virus or someone at, the, at your house has contracted the virus. Did they get it from you? Did you get it from the school? Are you asymptomatic? Are you five and you don't know how to say, you know, my uh, whatever, uh, uh, you know, this cough could be anything. And then we're going to, to compound that with flu season. Listen, man, it's just not worth it. All the trying to figure out who comes in at 10 and who stays home and all. I, no, no, it's stupid. Just stay home, man. Stay home. All right. Uh, when we return, we will be crowning the... Oh, wait, I almost said the wrong thing. We will be crowning the Cretan of the week. 
Uh, and then I'll give you my shred commendation. Actually, this will be the first blind shred commendation. Anyway, anyway, uh, we'll be right back. Shredhead pod, y'all. Hiya, puddins. It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it. It's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff. And if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. You said you'd be back. We said we would be back, and we both kept our promise. That's real shit, man. That's how you build trust in a relationship. All right. Cretan of the week. No, you Cretans. Crang, get everything ready. Uh, I don't know if I already did this uh, with this guy, but he definitely deserves it again uh, on the 28th, which would be... This past Tuesday, uh, the Cretan of the Week, who I guess he had been called Coon so many times for a lot of his abrasive views uh, and, and uh, glad handling and soft shoeing for the man, uh, Terry Crews. A.K.A. T-Money, A.K.A. T-Does-Stuff-For-Money. Uh, what happened to this guy, man? Remember, not too long ago, he was, you know, a part of the Me Too movement. Uh, on the good guy's side, you know, uh, that feels like such a long time ago. Came out with his story of what happened to him. And uh, those of us, you know, who are... A lot of us were on his side, uh, even though he was getting poo-pooed by a lot of toxic-ass niggas. Uh, but he has since gone on to see him to see himself become the bad guy. Uh, it's coming up with terms, and I was trying to avoid just putting him in there because, for one, him being Creedon of the Week was just kind of too easy with him making up stuff like. Uh, Black supremacy, like, nigga, shut up. Man, set your ass shut down. Shut up. Black supremacy actually sounds like a fire-ass interracial porn uh, uh, title for a series or something like, like Lexington Steel or something like or Okusaki. Um, nah, yeah, stupid. Um, yeah, and then, you know, to kind of go on from that with his uh, crusade against Pornhub, which, you know... Might not be a bad thing, you know, the rumors of Pornhub helping to uh, to bolster uh, human trafficking and that sort of thing. So, sure, uh, in that regard, yes. But this nigga was fighting on the wrong side of that. Like, he was, you know, his, his, you know, his thing is, like, that it, it was deeply rooted in his own porn addiction. And therefore, um, trying to, like, you know, on the religious side of it, just take away pornography for others. Listen, there are a lot of people out there who use it responsibly. Uh, I'm not about trying to take a thing away from everybody because I can't handle it, you know? Uh, 
Just stay off the site, bro. Block the site, man. Quiet, you idiot. You know, you don't have to do it. Um, but again, you know, with an addiction, you feel like you definitely have to. Uh, so anyway, nigga, don't, whatever. That's, don't make your problem our problem. And again, if, uh, you know, things are very, very true about Pornhub, which would not be surprising, uh, and their human trafficking ties, then may they rest in hell. Well, not even rest, but you know, burn. It's hard to, hard to rest when you're burning. Which, you know, again, these things are true. They deserve them. Um, but this week, Terry Crews fixed his big-ass fingers to not, not help Flint get clean water, but to... to reclaim the term coon. Uh, because for so long, again, with the black supremacy thing, with him talking about, you know, black lives matter, just being so anti-everything that's right, he, you know, would go on to say, like, black lives matter supports black supremacy, and then, you know, it's somewhat of a threat to other races, it's like, nigga, shut up. You don't even know what we're talking about. Quiet, you idiot. Um, but he, he went on to say, conquer our own negativity. Quiet, you idiot. Uh, you know, because, again, he's been called coon so many times over these past few months that now he's had to try and flip it and make it, you know, positive for him, you know. That's like a, a, a classic technique for children who've been bullied uh but in this regard terry you're doing it to yourself buddy take off the tap shoes terry pick up sweep up that sand don't soft shoe in it old t for two and two for t ass terry over here stop it damn yo uh, anyway, coon is a terrible word. Don't overuse it. Uh, but, uh, coon of the, uh, damn it. Cretan of the week is Terry Crews. My biggest fear now is that he takes this somehow and then flips it for a White House bid and, uh, actually wins. And then we're really, really living in idiocracy, the film. Uh, yeah, I, I just hope. Because there are people who would, you know, who would vote for him with, with, with what do you call it, uh, conservative views just because, you know, celebrities can come in and win elections uh, by simply being popular and, you know, being in that thing you liked, you know. So maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe all this time of playing a cop has played in, to the loss of Brother Terry. Uh, or maybe, you know, maybe maybe he never was Brother Terry. And it was uh, our ace boon coon, if you will. Anyway, we're almost at the end, folks. Today, I present to you the first blind shred commendation. I haven't seen it. All I did, I, I saw a snippet, and uh, I, I'm in. 
I'm going to watch this as soon as I get out of the undisclosed location and get back to my lair, uh, crib. My, my home, my humble abode there. There we go, not my lair. Uh, I'm going to shred commend. Beyonce knows black is king. I haven't seen it. I saw a couple, like I said, I saw a clip. And to be honest, I don't mean to uh, be eyeballing another man's wife out here. But uh, Mrs. Carter was out here thicker than a bowl of cold grits. And um, I, I found that interesting. Uh, I would like, as uh, the Queen Monique said, I would like to see it. Therefore, I will partake in Black is King. Uh, it was on Disney Plus. Sure, whatever. Fire it up. I'll be using Krang's Disney Plus there. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shred commendations. Bowl of grits. I mean, Black is King, yes. Uh, Beyonce is on there looking thick. I saw uh, some clips of uh, Kelly Rowland. I'm here for any and every Kelly Rowland vehicle. Ooh, Lord. They say the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. And I'm pretty sure that's some sweet ass juice. Anyway. I did not mean that in a sexual manner. I'm sorry. I've, I'm sounding thirsty as hell. Daphne is, you know. Daphne is Daphne, man. God bless her. She's trying so hard. Ah, uh, well, with that said, folks, that has been episode four of season two of the Shredhead Pod. I am your humble host, and I'm telling you to look over there so that I may ninja vanish. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?